You are about to experience the Core Academy Podcast. Welcome to the flow. Hey, what is up, everyone? Welcome back to another Core Academy Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Professor Brandon Durham. And, uh... I'm just Moshe. <laughs> if in jujitsu, in other things, professor, but in in for in, now, in jits, jits. you're Coach Moshe. Coach Moshe. Yeah, Coach Moshe, man. Yeah. Hey, congratulations on earning another stripe, my man. <laughs> Thank you, sir. Thank you very much. You it's have. Always, uh, it's always it's always it's always fun unexpectedly yeah. getting getting an old notch on the belt. Well, you earned it, man. You know, Thank you, you. Thank you've been you. showing up, putting the time on the mat. Um, representing jujitsu like in Core Academy the way it should be. Uh, when new people come in, you're always one of the first people to, to walk up, introduce, and, and help out. Um, when there are uneven numbers, you know you'll sacrifice like some, your train time to go help out others and, and join a group, which is it's important, man. You're about to hit the next level up, purple belt. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's it's next goal, right? It's so it's so exciting. Yeah, uh, yeah man. Well. Kind of leads into the podcast topic today, like, which is going to be a real nice, lighthearted, simple, positive, why. yeah, and uh, just like a why we love it, why it, why it helps us, what we get out of it, yeah, um, yeah, and then and, and the reasons and the purposes for uh, continuing, and keep practicing. We know it's funny. Uh, I was just on my way over here before uh, I stopped to grab some food. And uh, this guy recognized me from a class he took that I was teaching, you know, at another studio, like uh, as a guest instructor, like 10 years ago. And um, that's one of the reasons why I love doing jujitsu, man. You know, relationships. Oh, my God. Yeah. You know, just, just like connecting with people. Yeah. Um, he re- I didn't recognize him. He recognized me. I was wearing a, a sweatshirt that had said Core Academy Jiu-Jitsu on it, which, but, you know, either way, it's just like I met this dude 10 years ago. He had nothing but nice things to say, uh, um, you know, when we met. And uh, it was just nice, man. It's one of those those added bonus benefits of, uh, of being an instructor or being in the, the jiu-jitsu community, right? Yeah. You know, we've always talked about having, you know, people on the podcast that we meet through jiu-jitsu that, you know, are professionals in whatever other careers that they do. That's right. super interesting. Mm-hmm. And they, you know, you, you connect through the art. You connect through the sport. And because it hits those same sort of nerves and neurons and in, 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 in common folk. Right. Uh, right. Which is which is a whole nother like part of it that isn't based on like technique. It's just based on like that common bond. Yeah. Well, definitely when you're training, I know for 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 most of us that train jujitsu, there's like that endorphin release from from uh, uh, from learning and from from rolling and, and the pressure and uh just coming to class, like when you walk on the mat and all the energies in there, people are lining up and then you start warming up. For me, my endorphins start going, like the energy starts kicking in. And uh, it's really like, the topic today is, for me, is why jujitsu makes me so happy, man. You know, it's like- Yeah, why it makes you happy. I get so much out of it, bro. I get so much out yeah. of, of, of just the art, being involved with it, the, 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 the training, um, from being an instructor, being a coach, from being a student, um, you know, the friendships from, from jujitsu and uh, 
like the extension of jujitsu within like my my regular world, like doing the podcast. It's an extension of jujitsu, uh, right? Yeah, yep. Um, I'm just happy, man. Like when I'm on the mat, whether I'm in student mode or I'm in coaching or teaching mode or whatever it is, I'm just happy, man. I'm happy. It just, it just, I can focus on something that I love doing, something that I'm constantly getting something out of. And even when I'm not in the best mood or, or, or you know, things in, in regular life aren't going great, when I'm doing jujitsu, it just makes me feel better. Yes. You know? I've often thought that, like, the focus intensity that's required to, to do it, like, in order to really learn and get better, like, you have to dive into it so that nothing else exists. Mm. And these are, like, frames of mind that I like to put myself into when I'm doing, like, my other work. Right. Um, and and or or you know when i'm snowboarding or something like that like it it's full attention like you can't the second you're distracted by the outside world is the second you fail sure so sure it's that that in, I, and i get addicted to those sort of like getting my mind into those places okay and i think like that's one of the things that excites me about doing it and and frankly like things that are really hard are often the most gratifying absolutely man the hardest to get done, like to stick to it, right? Um, especially if you don't like doing something, then it's almost impossible. Right. Right? If it's hard and you don't really enjoy it, forget about it. But we love jujitsu. We enjoy jujitsu, and it's still really hard, but we keep coming back because of the enjoyment. It's just like, I don't know, man. It's a win-win. Yeah. I enjoy the the toughness of jujitsu. I enjoy the conditioning um, I love how it conditions me and makes me tougher mentally because there are times when you're rolling, you're in a bad spot or you're just drilling. Like some classes we do like intensive drilling. You want to stop. You know, there's a minute in the round or we do a minute round and, you know, there's like 20 seconds left. You know, you could slow down. You know, you could try and take a break or put your hands on the floor if you're spinning, you know, do some cheat. But the mental toughness of wanting to push through is what benefits us so much from jujitsu. And again, it goes back to those endorphins. And I, I love to see as a coach, people push themselves past their limits. You know, you can see. And, you know, as a coach, when I'm doing drills and I'm working with you guys, I feel like I have to push myself to set an example. So I don't know, man. It's just it, it, it gets it gets deep, you know, it. it yeah, it is. I mean, that's that's why you keep coming back is is because it's sort of like um, it's like a never ending puzzle. There's like constantly pieces to put together and to figure it out and to problem solve while under, you know, you know, extreme physical duress. <laughs> <laughs> to say the least. Right. Yeah. But uh, uh, I also I mean, I think it's incredible that we have a martial art that we can practice like in 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 real simulated physical combat. Right. I think it's, you know, I can't imagine training, you know, striking and kicking if, you know, because maybe I'm just, I'm not used to that, of course, but like just the, you know, on a, on a regular, like I feel like there are times where I'm absolutely in an extremely compromised position and I need to figure out how to get out of this position. And I'm, I'm working on controlling breath and strength and uh, um, technique and all these things. And, and all that is stimulating. All these things are firing in my brain and body at the same right. time. 
Right. And it's that intensity. And then when you're, when you are relieved of that intensity and it's nothing but you and your like heartbeat <laughs> and your, 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 your wind, mm-hmm. um, you know, that's when you kind of like, you know, you're like, ah, oh, that was, that was awesome. Right. That, that was, was real. Yeah. <laughs> that was real. Yeah. That was real. Well, that's one of the cool things, man. Like, um, you get in situations when you're training and you start to feel that, that, that pressure from the position. Like, let's say someone has really heavy pressure on you and side, side body on the bottom, um, or someone's on your back and they're, they're, they keep fighting for that choke, right? It just, you want to quit sometimes when you get tired or you're in a compromised position, but you know that there's a way out or you're hoping that, that they're going to loosen up a little bit or you can adjust a little bit to just get enough air so you can fight through it. And, you know, that that challenge in jujitsu is, I think, what makes jujitsu so addictive for, for, for people, you know? Yeah, and I think it's the those, like, uh, you know, the more you come and the more you do it, the more you understand the nuances and then you start to have those wins. Right. And then they start to, like, you start to see how repetition equals progress. And mm-hmm. so th- that that's where it becomes addictive. Right. You know? Yeah. Uh, where you're, where, where you can see physical changes sure. in your body, mm-hmm. mental changes in your everyday life. Right. And, you know, uh, on top of it, it's something that's with you that you're thinking about in the car while you're taking a shower, mm-hmm. while you're, you know, at work. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, so it, 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 it's consuming. I, I mean, it can be like different levels of consuming for different people. I think some people, they need more and they need volume. And some people like need stability. They need those, those days of the week. And, you know, everybody finds like that, the right amount that, right. that is you know, good for them and to what degree. Yeah. So, um, well, going back to like being stuck in, in bad positions. Right. And, and wanted to, we may want to quit. You may want to tap out. Um, you may want to like just turn over, roll over and give up your back to get out of one position to give up another position. But I think like a, a major part of, um, of, of when you're in those situations that I use is I learn to relax and it's kind of counterintuitive right because you're stuck in a, in a bad spot and you don't want to relax you want to get out of there our, our, our fight or flight mode kicks in right yes um, but when you understand jujitsu, man sometimes you're in a spot where it's uncomfortable it's a lot of pressure you know you're you're at risk of, of you know being submitted or being caught in something um, or getting deeper into something, but you have to relax. You you don't have any other choice. And a lot of times, I in life, I stop when I'm under pressure or being pressured or being annoyed or you know traffic, someone's road raging on. I'm just like I gotta relax. I gotta relax. And there's no reason for me to to take it to the next level because I have jujitsu. Like I can go take this out on the mat. I don't have to do something outside. There's so many ways that like I compare my mental state on the mat and I try and take it and put it in life. And it I, makes things better. I completely understand. You know what I'm talking about? Yes. Yeah. It teaches you 
how to handle some real life stuff. Pressures. And yeah. Right. Yeah. And and it could be everyday pressures. It could be big life changing pressures. It could be pressures that are mixed positive and negative, mm-hmm. you know, one way or the other. Mm-hmm. You know, it could be, you know, when you're given opportunities and how you use jujitsu to help you improve. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, it's not just like, you know, being always under, you know, strain. Um, you use it for, to, to benefit you. Sure. Yeah. But that's, that's so much like the, the, the process of practicing jujitsu to an amount of time that it actually becomes part of like your, your, your psyche, your psychological like awareness. You know what I mean? Um, but yeah, I don't know. I just want to kind of go off on that tangent a little bit. You know what? What's well, up? You know, I kind of like it in a way. Why? Because it helps me overcome fear. Yeah. Because yep. there's times where like I'm looking around the room and I'm like, uh, I don't know who's coming next. Mm-hmm. And each one of those individuals could does and will pose different challenges exactly right issues so i have to like be able to take on whatever comes to me at mm-hmm. that moment and figure out a way of gaining something from it yeah i mean we all know there are easier roles on the mat right yeah Dep- especially depending on what level you're at right? correct yeah and sometimes the partners get partnered up for the easier roles and you're stuck with a harder role. Now you got to make a decision being stuck between a rock and a hard place, right? Do I go with this guy or that guy? They're both going to be hard roles. Right. <laughs> and then you got to confront your fears, right? That's what I'm saying. Yeah, man. Yeah. I hear you. I, or, or, you know, like getting your stuff in the bag, getting in the car, going. Like it's that, you know, that everything, knowing that you're about to, you know, put yourself in a... a in, in like a pressure cooker, but in a, I don't know. It's such a, uh, jujitsu is like an odd dichotomy because we talk about all the like, you know, all the things that feel rough about it, right? Mm. Because it's, it's, it, it is rough a little bit, but it's also not rough. Right. Um, so it has all these like, uh, I don't know. Contradictions. Uh, yes. Yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah. 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 So, but. And, yeah, because jujitsu is like the, the, the gentle art. Right, but, that's that's what they say, right. uh, and you know another famous saying is like uh, you know you don't jujitsu does doesn't rely on strength and uh, uh, technique overcomes power and like eh, I mean yes and no, yes and no, jujitsu is a gentle art in the sense that you're not taking your fist and bashing at someone's skull in order to you know win the fight. Correct. So I guess in essence. Squeezing someone's neck until they pass out is is gentler, gentler. than a, a <laughs> head kick, right? Or um, breaking somebody's elbow in half. Yeah, <laughs> breaking someone's jaw. You know, it's definitely you know. I would I would prefer to get put to sleep in a triangle to end the fight than to get you know jump knee in the face. Yeah, right. Concussioned out. Yeah, exactly. So in, in that in that sense of it being the gentle art, it makes sense. I buy it, but you know we. It's not a gentle art when you're grappling and you're trying to impose your will and choke somebody or stretch someone's arm 
or contort their shoulder or hyperextend their leg. It's like, that's there's nothing general about that. Yeah. The beauty of jujitsu is when you start to get better at jujitsu and you start to understand jujitsu and you start to be, get at higher levels, um, it, it does really emphasize the flow and the, the gentle movements in order to get to those powerful positions. And I, I recognize that like a lot of times I'll, I'll be showing a position or, or, you know, I'm rolling and I'll execute, you know, X, Y, Z and get to a finish. And I do it fast, you know, I do it with pressure, I do it with good connection. And, you know, the, the, the finish may look powerful to someone that doesn't understand what's going on. And then when they try and emulate that, they do everything really hard, really fast and really tight to try and get to the same end result. But it's totally different. It feels totally different. You don't need to do that to get to the same result. Right. But that takes that's one of those things that takes practice that you see happening over time and quickly yeah. when it comes to drilling, which right. we do a lot. We drill a lot. Right. You know, um, yeah. So I understand why people, you know, say it's a general art or, or, or they, they misconstrue like what the general art really means. Reinterpret. Yeah, exactly. Um, it's a little tongue in cheek. It's a little, it's a little sarcastic, right? Yeah. It's a general art. Like, give me your arm and let me show you how we hyperextend it till it breaks. <laughs> I think what's cool, uh, or the other, you know, I think what, the other thing I really like about it is that. Um, we can train in like a professional environment mm -hmm. and we don't necessarily have to be like competing practitioners right. to be able to experience it. Right. So it's something that like, yes, I, I am a hobbyist jujitsu practitioner. I don't compete. We don't, you know, right. but we train it at a very high level. And I think that's like a really awesome thing. To, to be able to do because we still have the same knowledge and dialogue and understanding of the martial art right. as you systematically, know, yeah. Yeah, system and conceptually as right. as, you know, yes, yeah, somebody who competes full time. Right. You know, or a school that trains and competes full time. We still and we have that like we emulate that environment on the mat. Yes. You know, it's it's all although we're not like a, a competition based school I believe everyone in class has someone that they feel is like their competitive match for that class, you know? Absolutely. And um, when you match with like, like you and Max tend to have like a really good uh, uh, correspondence in jiu-jitsu when it comes to like... Equal, equal, uh, equal, equal intensity. Equal size yeah, and yeah. Uh, equal um, experience. You guys are good yes. training partners for yes. each other, yeah. you know? Um, I believe you guys push each other really well and in the right way. Yes. You know? And what happens when you find someone like that that you can work with, your jiu-jitsu gets better. Yeah, it, 100%. You have a level of, of, of control that you know is going to be in the match, right, where you're not worrying. Like, there's some people that you go with and you're like, all right, this is going to be like riding a wild stallion, so let me get ready. And, you know, I want to I wanna win. I want to I come up and be in a dominant position. I like yes. to get a submission if I can. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I really want to try not to get hurt. Yeah. Right? That, that's really mainly what I'm working on, right? This yes. main, my main focus here is not getting hurt and trying to get in a position where I can slow this guy down and, and yes. you know, yeah. show and some sometimes like a really And sometimes a really good defensive role is also, like, very satisfying mm -hmm. because you were able to like learn how to protect yourself 
made it much more challenging for right. your for your opponent. Yeah, and then like also just learn how to you know deal with uh, uh, um, deal with that. Well, yeah, use jujitsu for what yeah. it was really developed for is right. to defend yourself against a larger, stronger opponent that's attacking you. That's what jujitsu is. Yeah, you know, originally designed for right. Um, but yeah, but. And, you know, back to like like finding a really good training partner that allows you a level of 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 comfort because you know there's gonna be a level of control in the match. Um, there's also gonna be uh, that comfortability is gonna allow you to be more creative, you know, and and feel more comfortable uh, trying new things because you know like if you give up position on certain people, all they're gonna do is get on top, smash you, and then they're not gonna let you go. Right, right. there. That that's. That's a great point. And that's when I feel like you learn the most. And I think when you have mutual respect and you know you're you're you you both allow each other to you know point out mistakes that you made in in a productive way, that's awesome. That's why like I am a I'm a big proponent of flow rolling mm-hmm. because I you know, first of all, I think it, it's it's really good way of warming up. Um, like two rolling, not to just start going at it a hundred percent. Right. Um, and I also really think it engages the 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 mind and and that team connection. Which, that, by the way, we never do our, our academy. We never just jump right into like rolling at a hundred percent. Like we always warm up. We drill. Yeah. Oh no. no we start off with shorter rounds, just on position. Right. Then to flow. Two minutes and then three minute rounds, and then the four minute rounds and yes. finish off. We yeah, feel like we have a very systematic. We progress, approach. yeah, yes. properly. Yeah, yes. just Which, wanted to point that out. Right. <laughs> <laughs> for the record, yeah, for those of you listening, right. <laughs> um, but yeah, man, no, it, it's uh, it's really cool to see. You know, we're almost at a year in in the, in the new location, the new academy. That's right. right. That's right. And we have, you know, brand new white belts that have had no jiu-jitsu experience until they started with us um, that have been training for nine, ten months now. And we have some white belts that came in, you know, a few months ago, three, four months ago. So you have a couple different milestones, right? And then we have some of the colored belts that came in from the old academy with us. So it's really, really, really beautiful. It makes me so happy to see how everyone is now speaking the same language. I could speak jiu-jitsu in class now, yes. right? Um and then when the new people come in, like, you know, we have new people signing up every every week, they come in and they now have mentors, even though they're white belts, they've only been there for a few months longer than them, but they know what's going on. They can help guide you. Yes. And a lot of times, you know, in a perfect world, I would love to be able to always have like a blue belt work with a white belt, just so the, there's, a, there's a coach built in for the white belt. But sometimes a white belt doesn't want to work with a blue belt because they feel intimidated. Like, they don't want to ask any questions because they don't want to feel like it's a stupid question. Ask another white belt a question. They'll feel better about that. Hey, you know, what, what what's that thing called again? Uh, um, uh, <laughs> Kimura. Uh, yeah, Kimura. <laughs> or, uh, you, know, you, know, the, you know, the side guard. No, no, sweetie, it's not side guard, side control. Side control, right? Yeah. Things like that. So, um yeah, man. I just, I, I, I just, I see the evolution and the progression at the academy, and you know, there, there's certain students that are showing up three and four days a week, and the progression is fantastic. There's students that are showing up twice a week. Progression's fantastic. 
but people are now, you know, we can just, I'm like, all right, guys, we're going to spin, abdrill, spin, spin, alternate uh, hopovers, spin, same side hop. Like, I can just start throwing out the terminology now in the drills, and, you know, 90-something percent of the class is on par, and I can start the timer, then I can go and help out the new people that need it. Or put them with someone like you, that you help them, and right. you'll work with them. Right. And then... Yeah, this helps the class flow. But we're at that point now. It's beautiful, man. Well, yeah. I mean, we're, we're, let's you know go back to this. We're almost at one year here. June eighth. Um, oh, is that a, first a, class? A, yep. June eighth. All right. So, um, actually, while we're talking about the one year, we're gonna be organizing a few things. Yes. Okay. So that, let's that take a minute. Right into, uh, let's take a minute to to say that uh, uh, in in the near future. We haven't set a date, but we will. And we I want to do it, it as like the one year anniversary. So I figure if we do it yes. like more towards the end of May. Yes, early know? end of May, early June. Right. Um, but we're we want to do we're gonna do an ask the professor class. Yep. Um, so we 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 want everybody to come prepared. So we want you to write down one, write down a list of questions. Choose your best one. Bring it with you in case somebody asks a similar exactly. question. Yep. Uh, we're gonna treat it like a seminar for everyone to to finally be able to ask the questions that they've always wanted to ask when the time is right to ask them. Yes. So that's a big part of it, mm -hmm. and uh, yeah, I think we're gonna also incorporate that that as an event, and and also yeah. So the the way I was thinking about it was on a Friday night. We go okay. and we're gonna do all you can eat sushi at uh, uh, this place in Stanford called Sushi X that we've been to a couple times in the old academy. Yep, um, it's a lot of fun for those of you that don't eat sushi and raw fish. They do have cooked stuff that you can get. Just come and hang out with us, right? It's all about the celebration. Um, I want to have everyone there. I, I probably there will be a few people that can't come, but if they can't make it Friday, then they can make it Saturday. Um, Saturday we'll do the Ask Professor. Um, you guys have to have a couple questions, a few questions, and it doesn't matter how small or how large a question is. I'm going to do a quick format, a short form answer. This way we can get to everybody. Um, and uh, I think it's going to be a lot of fun. You know, it could be something as simple as like when when I'm mounted and I'm trying to, to elbow escape and push the, the my opponent into half guard, where should my elbow be? Should it be inside more or outside more? This simple questions like yeah, that, yeah, right. Or like when I'm framing from this position and they're in, they have me in in Kesukatame, Like how you know, yeah. What's the best? Where, right. where do I put my hand? Right. What's the best position? Yeah. Or I, someone has me. You know, they have a, a lasso on one arm and the plain spider on the other arm. What do I do? Should I stand up at this point? Should I go down yes. on my knees? Should I shift the left? Like, how do I unweave right. from... What should I do first? Should I yes. address the foot or should I address the, the hook of the lasso? Yes. Yes. So questions like that will, will, will uh, hopefully will be asked and answered. Well, I've already started thinking about my question. All right. Unfortunately, there's, I have to like edit. So I have to figure out, you know, one question. That's, yeah. You know, come, come, come prepared. Well, if it's, if it's good and people love it, we'll do it again, you know. Um, I think that, that well, we haven't we haven't done one here at the school. No, we haven't done one in a while at the old school. Yeah, so we're it was sort of like you know kind of built in. It's time. One year, of, yeah. So in the past year, you know what's I think it'll be fun. Yeah, and you know what? I remember Professor Tony once said. Uh, he said that you know you can lie 
in the uh, in the answer, but it's really hard to line the question. You know, like people can kind of like BS their way around an answer. Yes. You know? um, but when you're asking a good question, there has to be some sort of level of understanding and competency and, you know, uh, there has to be some sort of attachment to a concept or a position in order for someone to ask a logical question or a good question, you know? Well, yeah, a good question kind of shows how much you already know. Right. So it also shows a good question also shows that you 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 clearly have been processing something and are unclear. Right. And this will help clarify. Yeah. Like people ask me good questions like hey, I I was working on on escaping from side control, right? And every time I make enough space and I put my, my shin shield in on, on the bottom leg and I'm trying to get my top hook in and I'm addressing the top arm, you know, my opponent keeps crocking me. They keep getting the shoulder back to my jaw and they keep flattening me out. Or, or they don't actually say that. They'll say every time I do this escape, you know, I start to make space. I get my bottom leg in. I'm trying to get the overhook and get my other hook in. But they keep smashing me. They keep getting back to side body. That's usually like the way the question goes, right? Right. right. And then I could see that, right? And then I say, "All right, are you addressing the bicep? Are you addressing the shoulder? Are you clearing that arm? Are you inside or are you outside of that arm that they're getting back to to get in the shoulder pressure?" And they go, "Oh, I don't know." I'm like, great, show me. And nine times out of ten, they're shrimping off the hip, right? Top hand goes to the shoulder. The leg comes in the shin shield, but they don't take that bottom hand off the hip and find the bicep and stop that arm from from coming back. over around. Because yeah, you want to control yeah. the head, right? Yeah, yeah. you got to control have, the head. Right, control the head, or or, or you, you control know. the head, you control the whole body. Yeah, at least at least yeah. When you're <laughs> passing, right? You're passing, trying to get to the side. If the person can keep moving their head away from the side you're trying to get to, you have a hard time controlling them. Yeah. Because when their head moves away from them, what follows? Their legs follow. Then now all of a sudden, now you're fighting the guard again. I would imagine that most of the questions that you get are come from a de- defensive point of view or offensive. Mostly defensive. Mostly defensive. Because you know most people ask questions when they have problems that that affect them. It's like offensively, hey, I'm trying to get the armbar. I'm trying to get the choke, so I go to the armbar. I'm trying to get the armbar, so then I came up and did the like. I don't I don't get as many offensive questions as defensive questions. Mm. You know, it's like Yeah, it kind of makes sense. Right. Cuz the, the the defensive question is it, it costs you more, right? Yes. <laughs> it, the, the, it it's a harder you you want more information from a defensive perspective. Right, because you're losing. Correct. Right. Yeah, most Hey man, I keep losing. Why am I losing? Right. Hey, I was winning. How do I win better? <laughs> right? It's yeah. like you know. Well, at some point, do you think that the questions will shift? Like, do you think they do. People, when I say I get less offensive yeah. questions, it's because we have less advanced people. Right. You know, new academy. So it's like, you got is that is that that bird? Yes. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> you guys hear a bird? I'm gonna have to. Oh man, it sounds like it's in here. It sounds like it's inside. Oh man. Yeah, sorry, we're right, sorry. We're distracted. We're distracted. It's like squirrel, squirrel. It's a bird but in it's a bird. podcasting studio. That's all right. Bird wants to talk to you too. It's cool. <laughs> yeah. It's cool. Yeah. Um, but yeah, man. I mean. So, talk, getting back to us in our events, yes. we're going to do Ask a Professor. We'll do that on a Saturday class. Um, and then f- that Friday night before that, we'll make it the all-you-can-eat sushi night, go out, have some fun. I know the restaurant closes at 10. 
So maybe we can do something like seven to nine. Yeah, we could carpool from the school if need yeah. be. Yeah. It'd but be awesome. I really want everyone to, to, to show up for that. It's going to be a lot of fun. So we can't plug a date because we don't have a date. But what we, but will, we will say is that we will be in touch with everybody from the school. Yes. And keep... And stay tuned. Yes. Stay tuned. Stay tuned. Um, and stay tuned because we will be doing some more podcasts in the future. We're always going to keep going. Yeah. Um, we just want to say hello to everyone, tell you that we're still thinking about you and the podcast. Um, I miss doing this, man. I, I Yeah. You, you don't realize how much you miss doing something. So you can't do it. Yeah, because yeah. you know what? The Core Academy podcast brings me happiness, too. Yes, it does. Yes. Yes. On that note. All right. I think that was awesome. Us. Us. You hear that dog? It's like, what was that old show? Uh, sit, Ubu, sit. Good dog. Good dog. Yeah. Woof, woof. Woof, woof. Yep. <laughs> All right. We out. Later. You just experienced the Core Academy Podcast. Feel the flow. Jiu-jitsu for life. Us.